This is Betty Collins, and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Bradyware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about Inspiring Women in this episode can be found at bradyware.com resources. This is Betty Collins, and today we're doing part two of Now What?, which is something I put together after the year we've had with 2020. It's not quite over, but Now What? is a question I think we should be asking pretty constant um, as we navigate through these times. And, you know, when we talked first, I said it was all action by you, knowing, assessing, moving, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about reflection and embracing the the last two actions. So when we talked about knowing the basics of business, and by the way, this is on my website that you can get these handouts um, related to it, kind of gives you an overview. But we talked about the basics of business. You know, that hasn't changed. Just how we're doing business has changed. Just how we're living our lives have changed. The basics are still there. So what are those? Revenue and customers, expenses, debt, cash flow, who our advisors and partners are versus our transaction uh, vendors, uh, marketing technology, um, and company structuring. We talked about those things, kind of went into a lot of detail about that. And then we assessed, assessed the damage. The tornado came through and now we're standing going, do we have a house left? Are we going to rebuild? But it's all about moving forward, not just assessing and planning. We talked about hope is not a strategy, so you can't just hope it all, you know, comes together. We talked a lot about your financial position and profitability, debt, and that life will go on beyond 2020. One of the things I didn't spend a lot of time in on the last um, part one of Now What is the marketing technology area. I'm fortunate enough, I get to work a lot with Betty Clark of CP Media, and she is a marketing person who has had to say, wow, (laughs) how do I help my clients market? What is it that they need? She had to do a lot of pivoting with thinking and and how she's gotten put together. So I'm going to interview her next. And we're just going to talk about marketing today versus marketing in February of 2020. Two very, very different things. So as we're in this time of now what? Um, Every business needs to be asking now what? as I've talked about, with the basics of business. They haven't changed. So one of those basics are marketing and technology. And for me, I really had to to dig into this because I'm one who's out in the marketplace. I'm either public speaking, I'm either at an event, I'm involved with different boards where I get opportunity. So for me, I've never had to do a lot internally back here. And I don't look at, you know, so I've really had to do the pivot thing. Um, and figure it out. So I worked with Betty Clark of CP Media and Marketing, and we just started putting together a plan. And really, it's stuff that it's not like it's rocket science necessarily, and it's stuff I know, but putting it all together in a plan that bounds it all is big. So I want her to talk to us today about now what in marketing technology. So Betty, welcome to the program. Appreciate you being here. Tell us what you do. Well, CPM has been in business for close to 30 years now. 
And throughout the years, we've discovered that a lot of businesses just simply lack the time and the expertise in marketing their company in a way that's going to get the results and the phones to ring. So at CPM, we take uh, a company's budget and their goals, and we use our marketing expertise to create a marketing plan, and then we implement them through um, the, that plan through the use of traditional and digital advertising tactics. So um, a business can stand out from their competition, and they can get more leads, which is going to turn into customers. Well, I know for me, I'm a I'm an, a CPA, so marketing is is not coming natural to me. It doesn't uh, make sense to me. I think if I just get out there and and sell myself, it's all good, right? Which just isn't the case. <laughs> so this plan was what I had to, to really put together, and really 2020 forced me to do that. I really didn't have a plan before. I was just doing a bunch of things all over the place, and we kind of consolidated that. And for me, you know, every business and industry. Has, has has witnessed a change. What I do for in business hasn't changed. It's how I do it. That's what's changed. And accountants don't change very very easily. So, but I'm assuming marketing is no different. You know, you've witnessed this change. Tell us about that. Well, actually, I would say that marketing has not changed, but certainly the advertising tactics have evolved. When I first started my career, the primary way to market any business was through the yellow pages or traditional media vehicles like the newspaper and running ads on billboards, TV, and radio. And then throughout the years, um, it evolved to include cable, the internet, social media and the you know all the digital advertising elements that are out there with this pandemic in 2020 we've had to approach target audiences in a more digital world versus a traditional world so people spend more time now on their computers their smartphones their smart tvs so we look at advertising and marketing opportunities on those vehicles um, instead but the marketing basics still remain the same so companies need to identify their ideal client they need to know their core message they need to make certain that their image matches their message they need to have products and services in place for every stage of a client's development. Marketing material should be one that educates people, and they need to make certain that their website is one that can work 24 hours, seven days a week. And plus, they need to get their entire team on board with their marketing efforts. I know for myself, when we were devising my plan, and we're still, it's still evolving, you know, it's right. always going to keep changing because opportunities change. One of the things that was surprising to me was how much I needed my database now because I'm not out there and how incorrect a mess it was. It ends up I have a thousand people, and then I did, it's not even about a thousand people, which is overwhelming. But a thousand contacts sorted by industry or sorted by um, ownership or different. I mean, I've now kind of got that put together. 
I wouldn't have been messing with that. I just would have hoped I could email them or, you know, let's send out a mass whatever and 50 emails come back. So it's forced me to go back to basics so that I can use them, though maybe in a different way. A lot of the technology to me has been here. Zoom has been here, right? But now we're all using it. I've got this stupid folder on my desk that has like seven ways to, to get on a call because <laughs> everyone's different. But people are now using things that have been in, in existence. But it's just been it's just been interesting for sure. And it's helped me realize what I should be going after. And it is. I'm sticking with basics like you're talking about. So we don't have to get crazy about it. But I can't speak right now, and I can't go to events right now. So I have to have something that works. So, so that's been very helpful to, to take that. So what do you think a business should do going forward in 2021? You know, we're all waiting for 2021. <laughs> we all <laughs> want that new year. Can you imagine what New Year Eve oh, is going to be it's like gonna this be year? Blast. It's going to um, be a blast. Well, just like you, everyone should create a plan. Yes. Just like we had to create a plan for you. And in doing so, now is the time to make sure that all your programs, your people, your technology, that everything is working well and in tip-top condition and everybody knows how to utilize all the digital aspects that, that are out there. Right. Like Zoom. Because um, we're not going back. We're that's not right. going back. It will never be the It won't right. be the same. Right. Then you also need to be creative and innovative in your marketing mix. Just like we, again, using you as an example, like we did with you. Let's look at different ways that we can market the Betty Collins when it's not face-to-face. Businesses need to review their, their objectives, see how well they can achieve them without the the programs that they were forced to eliminate in 2020, perhaps the programs that were replaced with the traditional ones that they have been using, perhaps they were more profitable, that they have found out that the ROI was better. So that would be one to continue on for 2021. Create a list of uh, possibilities to explore. There's many things that still haven't been tried yet um, and how to do things. And then once you have that plan in place, then begin to prioritize that look what is currently running your your budgets. And maybe you need to, for 2021, you might need to shift some dollars around or look at your advertising message that's currently running. And now is the time to evaluate the language that is being used, the images, and, you know, perhaps that right now you're using um, a picture with lots of people touching one another or being hugging or close to one another. I would suggest changing that and show a little social distancing. I was at a restaurant the other night, and they requested that because you could obviously have your mask up while you're eating. They did not want pictures taken at the restaurant because people do that. They take pictures of their food, you know, everyone comes close in the in the booth and they said, please don't do that and put it out there. If you're going to have a picture taken, we want you to have a mask on because they want that image of we're, we're practicing things safely here. 
I've not ever heard of that. Yeah, well, but that, I, I mean, was there. I don't know if I would they, go that yeah. far, but that <laughs> but is they a, were thinking about their image. Right. That's what you're. Right. That's what you're saying. Yes, that you need to think that. I mean, and people want comfort and security. They want to feel secure and safe in yes. whatever they do. So, and it doesn't matter what kind of business you are. You have that ability to provide that to. To everyone. So. People are much more aware of surroundings now. Right. That's definite. Right. And so they probably are looking at what your image is much differently just because they are more aware. And I would also suggest that everyone take a hard look at their target audience. What you have been using has your ideal client before, perhaps your ideal client that, that has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that it has. And that um, the same benefits don't apply right now as they used to. You need to, to evaluate that and also see what your competitors are doing. That, right. That's key. Um, see what the, their position has been and what actions that they're taking so you're able to, to counter that. Certainly nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. Uh, I wish that we all did. But we do know that, it, and I think we all discovered this this year, that when you have a plan in place, that it's easy to do the pivot and make some changes, but you need to have a clearly defined communications strategy and, right. and have that innovation. Because for me, and probably most people, as we're doing this now what? Now what? What I do for people is no different than what I did in February as I did in March of this past year. And they still have those same needs. They still have those same needs. I have identified, here's, you know, because maybe they didn't maybe know that I did these things too. So it's a, it was opportunity to go, hey, I can do this too for you during this time, but I can do this all the time. It's not that I'm not doing the basics and the kind of the same business. It's just how I'm doing it. And even I've been involved with some online events tomorrow. I'm involved with one. And they don't want this to be one big Zoom call because everyone did that at Mm -hmm. first. And all these people who had events tried to do an event online. And it was a big Zoom call where they're doing it. No, you're at the event. And, and the precision of people coming on and off and the backgrounds, all of it. I mean, so they're just doing it differently now, even within this year of, hey, we can do a virtual summit. Uh, no, it's a big Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> um, or we can do a virtual summit that really looks like you're there. Right. But the planning helps. It has really helped me for sure, which is why I wanted you to be on today as we're talking about these basic businesses. So let's close with this. Is there anything they shouldn't do? Uh, yes, doing nothing. Doing nothing. <laughs> Hope is not a strategy. <laughs> no. And by the way, it's not coming back, right? We're, we've changed. Uh, we all have evolved, and we need to look at the pandemic situation as an opportunity, not as a challenge or an obstacle. Mm-hmm. And yes, it certainly closed some doors, but it has opened others. As we know that by having a well-organized plan going into 2021, Knowing that you might have to adjust some things as they ebb and flow, you're going to be fine. Well, I appreciate you coming today and talking with this part of the now what. It's a huge area. I didn't feel competent to come and talk about it. You know, it's a pretty specialized area. And so I appreciate you coming. But how can people reach you? What's your website? Uh, They can reach me 
at cpmedia.com. Okay. Or B Clark, C L A R K, at cpmedia.com. Great. Well, thank you, and um, hopefully we will get to 2021 first and have a big celebration on uh, New Year's of this year and keep moving forward. Because it's not a matter of what if, it's a matter of when. That's and we have to ask the question, now what? Thank you, Betty. I so appreciate you coming on today and talking about the marketing and technology aspects of things. I know you've been working with me personally on just how do I market myself, because it's been pretty tough when I'm a person who gets on stage and speaks and I'm at events and I you might share boards for nonprofit organizations where there's a lot going on, I'm out in that marketplace. And I haven't been able to do that. And you've been helping me with understanding what other capabilities and avenues that I have. And so we're going to finish. Um, we know First, we know the basics. We assess and keep moving. And now we're going to reflect. Um, reflecting, I'm not sure that I want you to think this is sitting in a dark room humming and meditating. <laughs> I guess it could be. Maybe that will work for you. And I think many people, when you go, let's reflect, let's go back. Do we, And it's like, do I really have to do that? Yeah, you do. Because this was a moment where you probably learned a lot. And so you got to take that knowledge that you learned and you got to apply it. So yeah, you got to reflect. Reflecting to me is you're giving some really intentional, serious thoughts to the past. Past being this year. So that you can make sure the present and the future are successful. Because remember, again, I've said, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of what. COVID-19 and a pandemic is pretty major. But there's other things. There's called recessions. I've sat through several of them uh, since 9-11. There's things that uh, health all of a sudden. There's things of the market bottoms out. There's, uh, it, it's the if. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So you have to kind of go back to February 2020. You know, I did this the other day because I was going through looking for who I'd met with through the year and who I still needed to meet with. And I'm looking at my calendar in January and February going, oh, man, I forgot I got to do all those things and have all that time. But um, when I went back and then, of course, you get to March and, Fe- and, and April's calendar, it looked completely different, even May. But I look back at what worked. Um, I kind of dealt with the would have, could have, should have. You know, you have to do that. And then you got to critique your performance. Some people did really well. Most of us gained weight, but there are those few that said, this is going to be my opportunity. I can exercise because I'm working at home and I can actually go down to my basement and work out in my gym, right? Um, I can eat better, although we are all just buying comfort food, I think. <laughs> but the would have and the could have and the should have, identify those. It's really important. Critique your performance. So that you can take that and use it in the future. There's been some really big success stories coming out of COVID-19 with all kinds of industries. So reflect on that past so you can impact your present and your future. You got to ask the question, what's gonna, what, what, what will return to the way the things they were and what is not coming back? Many things will never be the same. I don't know that that's not bad. I kind of like the dividers in the restaurants now. I, I like that. It cuts down sound, yet the restaurant's full because they put up dividers. And by the way, I, I, wasn't, I haven't been sick all year. And I wonder if it's because I'm not getting someone else's germs and they're not getting mine. 
I love now the flexibility of my office. I didn't like it at first. I did not embrace it. I did not think it was good. I wanted everyone here. I wanted the parking lot full. I liked the buzz of the office. That's not happening. But I do now work out of my house and I have a system kind of liking it. And quite frankly, I love less traffic. I crave personal connection, so please don't get me wrong. And we're off a long way from doing that. So in your business, you pivoted, tired of that word. You got to look back and go, we pivoted, it worked. We're going to pivot again. We're going to pivot again. And we're probably going to pivot again. I look at restaurants and and now I don't think curbside service is ever going to weigh. You know why? Because I like it. The customer likes that everything's done. Someone comes out to my car and they gives me a bag. I love it. More online shopping continues to happen. That was already happening. Bank branches are closing. You know what? People are finding a way to deposit their checks. It's called on their phone. <laughs> so works, right? Uh, telemedicine. Why would we go back? Man, you could just call your doctor and in eight minutes, somebody will be on screen with you, especially when it's a common cold or something minor. But, you know, I, I just don't see some of those good things changing. Zoom is tough. Virtual events are not ideal right now. We're still all adapting, but I guarantee you somebody's going to come up with a way to make that appealing. I, I guarantee you that's going to come. You have to look into your business and be realistic of what's not coming back. And you have to sit and go, hoping for the good old days, not a strategy. So you have to really identify probably what isn't going to come back. And then is your competition winning because they, they did change and, or they embraced the change and they're looking at this as this was, this isn't going to be temporary. So you have to be, you have to ask yourself, am I ready for what is not coming back? And then there's the am I, will I, or can I <laughs> adjust accordingly? I think most people have already done some of that, but some of us are still not. And by the way, we're probably going to have to still do a bunch of am I, will I, or can I adjust? If you don't adjust, you'll be left behind. You may not need to do a lot of that, but you probably will be left behind. You know, curbside is great for fast food and casual dining. They're busting it, right? But fine dining, struggling. So that's why, you know, I talked earlier in my podcast, one, uh, part one of this, is Jeff Ruby's restaurants, it, it's about amazing steak, but it's also about the experience of going there. They, they just do a fantastic job. But I'm not going to buy an expensive steak and heat it up in the microwave. So they were brilliant. They came up with, here's your steaks, choose them. You get so many. Here's your salad, it's tossed. Here's your bread, just warm it. Here's your mac and cheese, ready to go. Desserts, already done. All you have to do is cook your steaks. Well, I don't want to cook $100 steaks and burn them. So they sent a video saying, here's how you cook them. And here's the seasoning. We did that in April or May just for something different. And we ate them out on our deck with some friends. And we loved it. We had 30 minutes in this entire meal besides going to pick it up. They just, they just, you talk about pivoting. That's brilliant. That was a great way to go, Right. I had another place where I saw they were trying to do the same thing and they sent you baked potatoes. I can do baked potatoes, but I can't make Jeff Ruby mac and cheese. So you had, they, they just did it right. They took signature products and said, it's ready to go. Put it in the oven for 30 minutes. Am I, will I, or can I adjust accordingly? Adjustments a must, but new revenue streams are only half of it. That's only half of the adjustment. 
So is the expense side. Just as I was saying, in my company, the travel and the meal costs have gone down really, really big. For accountants, we're like, yay, we're spending less on that. But that's why we that's what got us into the marketplace where we met new people, new connections, and built relationships. So that's going to have some effect. So we've got to adjust accordingly. What do we replace that with? And it's probably going to be a cost that we're not even anticipating, but we need to be saying, can we adjust to that? Am I, will I, or can I? It's not too late to adjust your thinking. It will pass. It's not really an option. How do you adapt to the changes? you got to have a long-term plan. Many, many people do budgets, and they think that is the long-term plan. It really goes beyond that. I think we've learned something in that for sure. You know, hopefully in our country, we'll make a lot more things here. We've learned that, you know what, we need to produce this stuff here so that when we have a pandemic or we have something that breaks out, we have the product right here. We're not waiting, and we're not having to make emergency wherever. Someone please make masks. Now we're just going to have lots of masks, and we're going to make them here because we saw a need that could continue on, right? So we need to take a long-term uh, team approach, not just you. Uh, Brady, we really did well because our team got involved with the changes that we needed to make. Our team got involved with the new products that we were selling. Our team had to learn and educate and do and it's going to be continual learning because because of the environment we're in. So if you did not lead the way in changing, then you know what? Look at your competition and look at success around you and get your get get your gear going because we're a long way from being done, I think in this environment. So it's not too late, but you got to have a long-term plan. It, it just isn't. We survived it. We got through PPP. We we spent our PPP cash and sales are starting to come back. You got to have a long-term plan. What opportunities have been created because of the changes? What am I missing out on? I think that's the most important thing your team sits and does. I, I just do. Bradyware really seized the moments from the beginning, but it took top leadership. It took the board. We were ahead of the game from the beginning. And in our industry, knowledge is what you need. So education and training of our team was huge. And we, we knew that our whole tax season year was crazily broken up and stressful. It was a long, it was a long seven months, six months. So you had to kind of, it, it just took long hours too. But you got to look for those opportunities in your industry. You know, instead of giving someone steak to heat up, give them the real steak with a YouTube video on how to cook the steak with the seasoning. Totally different service. And you have to get real information in real time to seize new oppor- uh, opportunities. You know the guy that makes the pillows uh, from Minnesota, right? He immediately went, I doubt people are going to buy uh, pillows. So he made masks, okay? He started ventilators, I think, as well. because But he was doing it based on real time, real need, act now, no time for, for planning, no time for a retreat to go talk about it. And that takes real information in real time. You need to know that. So how do you do that? Well, your industry probably has associations. There's government representatives called senators, and and you need to be really involved with them now. I think we've all learned that local leadership counts because they're making decisions right now that are huge. So be engaged with them. And there's a ton of new regulation, you know, especially for certain industries. Um, if you're a hair salon, you better know. If you're a restaurant, you better know. And if you're a CPA, you better know all of the stuff that, that rapidly got passed. 
because uh, your clients want to know. Shoot, when when stuff passed on a Friday afternoon, they were calling us Saturday morning. You know, so you have to get, be involved with real information in real time. And just like the restaurants, they were told, you know, they closed and they had to figure out how to stay open. And they also had to drive their industry with ideas and help each other. And then they, they definitely were at the pulse with, gov- with the government. Cameron Mitchell in Ohio was definitely on a committee with uh, DeWine's team to go, this is what we need to do as restaurants. What a great guy to do that. I mean, he went from, I built, my, I built this whole thing. I know what it's like to be a small business owner and a large one. So to know the opportunities, you have to understand what your client needs. Um, and then you learn to service it. You have to see the need that is not being met. That is basics 101 economics. See the need that is not being met. And, and, and you, you, you won't be able to sell enough. It's not always easy. So the last thing we talk about knowing, assessing, moving, and reflection. The last thing you got to do, sorry, it's all action. You got to embrace the new day. It's here, ready or not. It's been here. It's not gone. (laughs) Um, This has been hard for me. This has been one of the toughest things for me to grasp as a business owner, as a mom, as a wife, as a church member, any of it. It's been hard. I don't want this new day. I still don't want this new day. But as we know, life is like a box of chocolates, as I will take. We all know what that means. So part of a success is answering, now what? By embracing the new moment. How do I deal with the fatigue of COVID-19? I will tell you, March and April were exhausting for me. And by the end of May, I just had to get away. That was the turning point in my fatigue. I got away. Well, how do you do that when you can't go anywhere? (laughs) You can. You take a risk when you go. And I did. I took a risk and I flew somewhere that was very quiet and and in the middle of nowhere. But I did certain other things too. I started just working 40 hours a week and shutting my phone down because it was exhausting. But everybody was exhausted. I started enjoying more outside. It was amazing how many outside people were walking our streets in Gahanna. Everybody was out walking. I hired a personal trainer because of of just weight and laziness. I rested on my weekends and said, okay, it's going to, I'm going to do it. And I made sure my office at home was something I liked to go into. It wasn't just some table and chairs from the basement. It kind of, it motivated me a little bit more, but I did go on vacation to a secluded place. I took a weekend in Ohio and focused on parks and, and simple trails and good food and, and a really good friend. And we just, it was, those are the things that got me away. Those are the things that helped me with the fatigue of COVID-19. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's COVID-19 or whatever the circumstance you're in, you have to, sometimes you've got to get away from the circumstance. How do I stay positive and energized? I'm going to say this very, very clearly. I shut off Facebook, deleted my Twitter account, watched very, very minimal news. I'm very selective who I get my news from, but I know I need to be informed, especially in the time that we live. I chose crosswords over negative and awful TV and movies that are intense because I didn't need that. And time by myself became, became part of my routine. Sometimes the time by myself was too much, actually, because I missed the I missed the marketplace. But then I found I can enjoy this. I also 
looked at the very core of who I was during, during this new day. I think we, a lot of us have, whether it's your family or your faith, uh, causes, focus on that. It probably will energize you. It's not business as usual. And you got to look at the mindset and skills that you need. Kind of like the mindset of that kid who had a fish who said it was for bait, not just eating for today and throwing out. Plenty of Zoom and webinars for sure uh, on um, all these topics to the point of nauseam probably. But you know, there's a lot of good free Zoom webinars right now and YouTube videos that can pull you out of some of this stuff. And I would, you know, how do you stay positive and energized? Ask other people what they're doing to stay positive and energized. You'll be amazed and then you got to do it. This year has affected us all personally, not just in our business in our careers, uh, but in our personal lives, from distancing with our families and all of that, to not being able to maybe go to your church and you're seeing it on Zoom, um, to just the uncertainties. But, you know, I've always been amazed at the resilient of the people in our country. And I believe that if you keep asking, now what? And be ahead of it. No matter what, how the year closes and what the new year brings, I think that you will have some, some success that you will really enjoy in your life. Again, on my webpage, we have these handouts that show you my outline and all those lovely questions that I told you to ask yourself on knowing the basics. I'm Betty Collins. Have a great day. As your career advancements continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit bradyware.com slash resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life, everything about the Inspiring Woman's podcast, this episode, and Bradyware and Company accounting services can be found in the podcast show notes.